1: It's really hard to to explain any bit of this without having to explain another bit of it. Yeah, you know, it doesn't just it doesn't fit any easy sound bites. No, um, no
0: but don't worry, if there's if there is any sort of podcast audience on Earth that is going to sort of want to know the detail. <laughs> it's mine, so you're fine. But, yeah. This is a Manhattan bound B Express train. The next stop is Grand Street. Mind
1: the gap.
0: Welcome to Skylines, the City Metric podcast. I'm John. One of the things I really wanted to do with the podcast this year was to kind of get out of London a bit. You know, I'm I'm from London. I'm a London transport nerd. I spend my life looking at the Tube map. We're based in London, plus a lot of our audiences in London. So it's very easy to kind of spend all our time thinking about one city rather than cities in general. And, you know, there were very good reasons in British politics to to look beyond London this year. Back in May, we had the first round of... Metro mayor elections, where some of the other great cities of of England got to vote for their own mayors for the first time, and it seemed to me like this was a great opportunity to spend some time looking at what was going on in in other cities like Manchester or Birmingham or Liverpool. So, so yeah, we've done that. We've done we did an episode on each of those. We've had Andy Burnham on this podcast. We've had Andy Street on this podcast. But there is a problem with with that approach, which is not all of the great cities of England got metro mayors. So there are there are some great cities we've never talked about at all in this podcast, or, or, or only sort of talked about in passing. One of the regions that we've we've not really given that much attention to, except when when Stephanie's been here to slightly mock us from across the Pennines, is is the old county of Yorkshire, which, as as you'll probably know, contains uh, not one but two pretty big metropolitan areas. There's there's the West Yorkshire region, which is Leeds, as well as other cities like Bradford and Wakefield and Huddersfield, And there's South Yorkshire, which is Sheffield, Doncaster, Rotherham, Barnsley. You know, these are pretty big conurbations, which we just haven't really touched on. But there's a reason for that, which is they didn't get mares. Yorkshire didn't get any devolution deals. And I've been tr- trying to work out why. So, to to help me with that quest, I... I've invited onto the podcast a journalist who knows more about the subject of Yorkshire devolution than than anyone alive, or, or frankly, that anyone sane should. He's about to to leave his current job at the Yorkshire Post to go to go work in the public sector in a role where he won't be able to talk about these things quite so freely. So we had to get him first before before he could do that. So in his very last week with the Yorkshire Post, uh, he kindly agreed to, to talk me through some of the issues around Yorkshire devolution. Here he is now.
1: My name is James Reed. I am political editor of the Yorkshire Post and the Yorkshire Evening Post. I've been writing about devolution and taking more control over decision-making for as long as I can remember in various roles, uh, this only being the latest one.
0: And you, you describe yourself as a, a trans-Pennine dual national.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I, um, I was born and raised in Manchester and then after university, through various jobs ended up on the other side of the hill and i've been in yorkshire since 2003 i, I keep every so often on social media I, I try and cast around and ask when i get the honorary yorkshireman title but um uh, the general feedback is i haven't qu- even after more than a decade i still haven't quite done enough so is, uh, is that a thing do they actually do that or is it any, like, <laughs> i mean i assumed
0: like if you weren't born and bred you got no chance
1: right. uh, it's one of those things where um I don't, it's probably a, a regional news thing. I think we occasionally describe people as as honorary Yorkshiremen or honorary Yorkshire women, and but it, it's a it's an indefinite title, and I'm not quite sure who bestows it. There's just that general feeling that you've done enough, but uh, yeah, I don't think I'm quite there yet.
0: So yeah, we were we were chatting about this in our kind of pre-chat, but like we've done a lot on this podcast about about. Manchester and Liverpool and the North West generally. Mm. We've not done so much about Yorkshire and the cities of Yorkshire, largely because there haven't been Metro Mayor elections up there yep. for us to for hang <laughs> on about. So you know, the, the, the obvious question is, why? Why Why didn't you, any was happen in, in Yorkshire? Why isn't there a Leeds Metro Mayor? Why isn't there a Sheffield one?
1: OK, well, the danger with me is I, I take you down a very long rabbit hole as I as I give you a very long history, but I'll try and keep it as brief as possible. The initial reaction when George Osborne gave his Northern Powerhouse speech and opened up the Metro Mayor debate, the initial reaction in these parts was, we don't want elected mayors and no one will ever go for it. So, and this is largely Labour people saying this, as long as Labour people in the North all hold the line, then this this debate's irrelevant. And of course, um, Manchester's decision to go ahead and do their deal, uh, the first deal, rather torpedoed that argument. And then since then, the story has been, how does Yorkshire sort itself out? Uh, it's largely a question of politics. The the Leeds City Region group of authorities, which is West Yorkshire, and some of its neighbours are or, or groups all centred around Leeds, they did put forward a proposal. The government didn't give a formal response for a very long period of time, but the upshot was that conservative MPs in West Yorkshire and the conservative controlled North Yorkshire County Council had various objections. So that got parked. The, the Sheffield City Region group of authorities, um, which is South Yorkshire and was chesterfield and bassett law they did do a deal with george osborne that really did look as though that was going to go ahead
0: yeah i remember nick clegg announcing that one with great fanfare because obviously he was, a, lib de- it was a, 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 yes. a sheffield mp at the time that's
1: right yeah. it, it, it served two purposes for the, for the two bits of the coalition it allowed various people to you know everyone to say they delivered for south Yorkshire. effectively uh, that deal was done but the short version is that that over time it has steadily fallen apart so initially it was challenged it, it faced a legal challenge from derbyshire county Council. Then Bassett Law and Chesterfield decided to withdraw. That left the four South Yorkshire authorities. They then fell out over a whole bunch of issues, <laughs> particularly uh, tension about HS2. I won't bore you with all the ins and outs, but the upshot was where the station was going to be and where the line would go. There was falling out over, over that And it all culminated in initially the the mayoral election, which should have taken place at the same time as the ones for Manchester and everywhere else this May. It got postponed to May 2018. And then at a meeting last month, Barnsley and Doncaster, so that's half of the four authorities remaining in the deal, didn't consent to the complicated legal process, which would effectively give the mayor any powers, which, which was a device designed to stop the deal going ahead and to try and stop the mayoral election happening.
0: So as I understand it, there was, I mean, as as you said, originally the Sheffield City region did include authorities carved out of of Derbyshire and and Nottinghamshire. Yes. Am I right in thinking there was kind of some problem where, like, Derbyshire and Nottinghamshire County Councils turned around and said, "Um, that's that's our money, actually?
1: Yes, and actually it's a similar dynamic to what we saw with the Leeds City region and North Yorkshire County Council in that um, you had metropolitan areas looking to take in neighbours who are districts in county council areas so so the issue here is where you have metropolitan boroughs bordering old two-tier county council areas and how you control money particularly in areas like transport for north yorkshire county council it was worried about the transport money associated with harrogate notionally now being controlled by the Leeds city region rather than north yorkshire county council is it is it basically that
0: the ref, the reform didn't go quite far enough and you'd effectively have to say okay north, north yorkshire county council is is covering a smaller area than it was before but nobody wanted to do that
1: right? yeah i these arguments operate at multiple levels so there is the the straightforward who controls transport it, Harrogate was was initially signed up to be part of the leeds city region it's on it's on the, the northern border of leeds but it's currently a district of North Yorkshire. So you could make the argument on a practical level, which is who controls transport, who decides, how do you connect transport, should it be done at North Yorkshire level, should it be done at Leeds City region level. Then comes the argument about budgets, which is very sensitive in local government at the minute, and no one wants to do anything, which means that they control less money. And then the other level in that argument is... The future of county councils. You have pressure on local government funding. You have county areas like North Yorkshire where you have uh, a county council with big liabilities on um, social care, on potholes in roads, a huge road network in North Yorkshire facing big budget challenges. You have a whole raft of district councils beneath with increasingly or or decreasingly small, increasingly small budgets that are getting harder and harder to justify, begging a massive obvious question, which is why don't we just reorganise local government in North Yorkshire? But no one wants to have that conversation and everyone then starts to worry that as soon as prize bits of the cake like Harrogate disappear off somewhere else, it's going to only add impetus to the what do we do about North Yorkshire local government conversation, which no one wants to have because no one wants to talk about which councils you're going to close and, and do we move to unitary and all the rest. So this is why, you can just see in this conversation, we started out talking about metro mayors and now we're talking about you know the future of district councils in North Yorkshire mm-hmm. um, and you, you start to see how all these things are linked together and why it becomes so hard to get this done
0: yeah my forehead started bleeding already but we're, we're, we're yeah, sorry <laughs> <laughs> but as we speak one of the options being discussed is basically a kind of yorkshire wide deal yes which would include the, the two effectively the two city regions plus Hull and the sort of area around there which is not quite a city region but almost. Plus this huge swathe of rural North Yorkshire, places like Richmond, where relatively few people live. It's a huge land area, but a relatively small population. Does this make any sense? This doesn't really sort of fit in with the whole sort of city region agenda that's been pushed for the last couple of years. But, you know, from the perspective
1: of someone living and working in Yorkshire, can you see a logic in this? There is some logic to it. Again, I think you need to see it on a couple of levels. So let's take it just on its own merits which is you can make the case that Yorkshire is a strong brand. It has uh, a population of about 5 million people, huge cities taken together, it's a, a brand and a, an entity that means something overseas that you can sell around the world. That there is, a, there's a strong identity to it. So let's face it, most, you know, the man or woman on the street doesn't spend most of their time worrying about devolution. And when they're, they hear things like Sheffield city region, Leeds city region, despite the efforts of people like me to explain it. People don't feel an association with it, but people do feel an association with Yorkshire. And that's when you're trying to try something quite transformative and different, you know, you shouldn't ignore those kind of soft elements. So there is a sense in it in that at that level. Also, if you poke beneath bonnet, as it were, of the One Yorkshire Deal, what you actually find is what they're trying to attempt is to wrap up what would effectively be a series of, City region type devolution deals for Lee City region, Sheffield City region, and then the kind of north and east, and put a kind of wrapper around them that is one Yorkshire. So a single mayor, a single combined authority, but then arrangements beneath that to address the particular economic needs of the different part of the region. And why I I explain that is because this is not just an economic proposal, it's also a proposal designed to overcome the political difficulties that we've got. And they're not just local political difficulties. At the start of this conversation, we talked about how the Leeds City Region proposal had been knocked back by government. Well, you've got to think that if you're in Yorkshire, particularly if you're in West Yorkshire, around the the Leeds City Region area, you've you've had a government that says, we want city-region-based devolution. You put forward a city-region based devolution proposal, and the government says no. Well, then you're in a position where you need to find a way that satisfies the government's demand for city-region devolution, but also satisfies the government's demand for a certain political solution as well. And so that's how you end up with with one Yorkshire. To what extent
0: so it, was the sorry for bursting in? But to what extent no, no. was the problem in in the Leeds city region? that a bunch of rural Tories didn't want to be part of a region that would end up with a Labour mayor? To, be, to put it in sort of the most bluntest terms.
1: I think actually uh, that's a, a really pertinent question as to where we are now because I think at the at the outset of this process two or three years ago now I think lots of people were focusing on the economic arguments and were trying to make economic arguments for various arrangements. I think as events subsequently have proved and and are showing around the one yorkshire proposal and how the government's trying to force through the sheffield city region proposal even though two of the four authorities don't even want it it's getting harder and harder and harder for everyone involved to get away from the fact that this is about politics we have conservative government that is quite happy for the sheffield city region to go ahead because it's what someone once called the Socialist Republic of South Yorkshire, there's never going to be a Conservative mayor there. If Barnsley and Doncaster were part of that and not part of any other arrangements, that takes away a lot of, you know, some Labour heartlands and gives the Conservatives a fighting chance of having a mayor for the remaining area of Yorkshire, which they call Greater Yorkshire, which is the thing that they're now pushing as the solution for everywhere else.
0: I love that Greater Yorkshire is actually smaller than Yorkshire. That's yes, it, it's yeah, quite Orwellian, this isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Greater Yorkshire is known by Labour people as Lesser Yorkshire. So to get to where we are now, um, the government is saying, uh, Sheffield City Region, we've legislated for it. You go ahead. Politically, that means the Labour heartland gets carved away and you, and from their point of view, well, there's always going to be a Labour mayor. And their solution for the rest of Yorkshire is this what they call greater Yorkshire, which, of course, on the numbers, they'd have a fighting chance of having a, a mayor. They're, they're going to present that as, well, we're, we're presenting you with a solution and you're not taking it. And that's because of Labour objections. Of course, what they're hoping is that people forget that the Leeds City Region proposal, which probably would have delivered a Labour mayor, was blocked by the Conservatives a couple of years ago. So everyone's got their hands dirty here. Conservatives are going to present themselves as, well, we're presenting you a a devolution option, and it's for Labour political reasons you're not taking it. Well, yeah, but that's because a couple of years ago, a a solution that was suited Labour was put forward, and the Conservative government blocks it. So on the political level, no one comes out of it well.
0: Yorkshire and Sheffield separately seems a bit silly to modernize except that uh, a while ago now I came across a, a 1919 book <laughs> by C.B. Fawcett called Provinces wow. of England a study of some geographical aspects of devolution which yeah. bear with me this is this is worth it trust me but that kind of came <laughs> up with um, that that carved England into uh, about a dozen provinces and Sheffield was its own one Uh, which (laughs) you call and sat outside the Yorkshire one i just i just kind of think that's curious that you know for a hundred years or more this is like the people have been talking about well just leave sheffield out of it It just makes life easier
1: i think one of the reasons this is now getting so hard to explain to people it uh, well i'll put it a different way whenever i i broach this subject on twitter which is on an almost hourly basis i usually get people saying oh there's no economic case for this there's no economic case for that there are now you know, we've got, um, economics overlaid by politics, overlaid by, uh, you know, national politics. Then we've got local politics in terms of, you know, bits of South Yorkshire Labour not talking to each other. Th- there are so many strands entwined on this. And then, you know, as we spoke about earlier, the future of local government, finance and reorganisation. There are so many threads to this that you start, you start to understand why, why this just has, has become the, the minefield that it has does it matter i mean like we've
0: we've done a lot about metro mayors on this podcast we've set great store by devolution but you know we we, we would wouldn't we i mean do you think it actually makes any difference to to the the development of yorkshire as a region that uh, across the pennines manchester and, and liverpool now have metro mayors but the yorkshire regions doesn't does, is that going to make any difference to anyone other than nerds like us
1: yeah, and it, it, it's the really important question, isn't it? Um, does does any of this matter? And I think for a while, going back to, to the early stages, government saying it wanted city region solutions, lead city region putting a proposal forward, and it being, well, they just didn't respond for ages, and eventually it got rejected. The, the, the talk around lead city region was, well, do you know what, it doesn't really matter. Uh, if you look at how much we've got through th- the growth deal, you look at the powers that we actually secured from city deals, remember them, that actually we're in a pretty good place. We can crack on and do what, what we need to do. And, uh, if they're going to mess around, so be it. I think what has developed or, or what people have, have grown an awareness of is actually the soft stroke convening power that, uh, metro mayors have and the place they are gaining in the system. So I'll give you a really concrete example. Before the summer, before the mayoral elections, actually, Andy Burnham, in one of his last acts as uh, an MP, stood up in Parliament and asked David Davis why uh, the government wasn't uh, engaging with the north of England over Brexit and david Davis surprised him and everyone else by actually answering the question and said uh well that's fine i'm going to have a summit in york uh where we talk about brexit and the north and everyone looked shocked because no one ever answers a question in parliament <laughs> uh but he said he specifically said i'm going to talk to i'm going to convene after the mayoral elections i'm going to talk to metro mayors in a in a summit in york of course my ears pricked up and i thought well That's going to be a bit funny, isn't it? You're going to have a summit in York with Metro mayors uh, and there's not going to be one from Yorkshire because we haven't we're not holding any elections. I just assumed, well, I didn't assume, but I my thought was that's just a a figure of speech Uh, at some point over the summer. Someone's going to realise that Yorkshire doesn't have any Metro mayors and we will end up sending someone else or some of the people to represent us. But no, the meeting was held the other week. In York, it was Andy Burnham, Steve Rotherham, and Ben Houchin, the three northern metro mayors. So you've got the spectacle of uh, the Brexit secretary, who is also a Yorkshire MP, uh, meeting, having a meeting in Yorkshire to talk about the impact and potential of Brexit for the North with no representatives of Yorkshire there. And now you can argue the rights and wrongs of that, whether that was the right or the wrong thing to do. The hard fact is that it means that in a fairly important conversation yorkshire wasn't directly represented and actually it was left to the mayor of greater manchester to express to the secretary of state that he thought that yorkshire should be represented in these discussions that's a fairly challenging position for a proud region like yorkshire mm-hmm. to be in i would say and this is
0: a worth noting
1: uh, yorkshire is
0: not it's not small it's you know five million people it's yeah. it's a population on a par with scotland exactly it's, you know, it's quite an important area just in those terms so, one last thing. Something I've occasionally heard argued is that, well, of course, it was easy to deal in Manchester because Manchester is sort of you know centrifugal. It's all these, yeah. okay, it's ten boroughs, but they kind of they do all look to Manchester. Yeah. And Merseyside, they've got a bit more of a history of sort of fighting with each other, but nonetheless, it's very clear that that you know Liverpool is is the dominant partner. They all kind of they're all suburbs of Liverpool to a greater or lesser extent, and that Yorkshire geography d- just doesn't work like that you have you have yep. not just t- two big cities in the west riding but three really bradford is kind of on a par with leeds and sheffield even absolutely yeah. seen as, as as sort of subservient to, to leeds sometimes and then you have wakefield and you have huddersfield and you know all these other places and that just means that it doesn't fit into this model of sort of city region geography What do you make of that argument? Do you think problems like this were, you know, just setting the politics aside, do you think kind of the sort of the shape of the urban form made problems of this sort inevitable?
1: I don't think they're inevitable. I think the Leeds City Region proposal was signed by all those places in West Yorkshire that you just mentioned, plus the, the some North Yorkshire districts. If the government had responded quickly and positively and figures in government had been willing to ignore the complaints of Conservative MPs in the area and just said, no, this is important, we're going to do it, then then I think the deal would have been done and we would now have uh, a Leeds City Region Mayor so I don't think it's, it's inevitable that there are problems, but I, I wouldn't dismiss it as a factor. And you know, it's going back to that identity question, um, you know, where you asked me about the, the relevance of one Yorkshire and how, um, uh, m- you know, one of the arguments, it, it sounds like a slightly wishy-washy argument, but actually it, it's an important one when you're trying to get in public support for something. Um, the, the advantage of the one Yorkshire proposal is it gets over that identity issue and, and I, uh, going actually going back to to where we came in you asked me you know to introduce myself or well, we talked about how i grew up in manchester and that and that's an important thing people ask me where i'm from where i grew up and i tell them i grew up in manchester actually i grew up in stockport which is a borough a metropolitan borough part of the great it's one of the greater manchester combined authority areas it's not actually the city of manchester and i don't say that because i'm you know pretending i'm not from starport or anything like that but if you ask a lot of people from there where they're from they'd say manchester and you know i hold that those two identities at the same time i'm from Starkport, but I also say I'm from manchester if you asked anyone from wakefield or jewsbury where they're from and certainly <laughs> certainly from bradford where they're from they would never in a million years would they say they're from Leeds. You know, it, and, and it sounds like a small thing, and, and it's something Nick Clegg used to rail against, he used to talk about, you know, I, uh, all this is great fun for for the sports field or whatever, but but it's more important than that. But it's an e- it's a glib thing to just dismiss that. We are an area of strong identities where people see Leeds as a, a dominant area, and there's a bit of reaction to that if you're from one of the surrounding uh, towns or cities, and that that shouldn't be dismissed lightly in 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 the devolution in the devolution argument and that's one of the reasons why One Yorkshire has come about because it, it it's another way of papering over if we can say that some of those identity problems.
0: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put just to finish I'm going to put you on the spot and, no, and no. ask something that, <laughs> what, what, where do you think this is going? Do you think a deal will be forthcoming? Is Sheffield going to go its own way? What, what, where do you think we're likely to end up? Our
1: best hope at the moment it, it's clear that the government is absolutely intent on the Sheffield City region mayoral election taking place, even though because of the legal questions uh, and Barnsley and Doncaster's objection that 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 mayor will probably not have many powers or much money to to spend. Sorry, just
0: to be clear in the geography of that as well, like is that, is it just going to cover Sheffield and Rotherham
1: or will Barnsley be forced is, to go along is, with it? This is the crazy thing. As far as we can understand, there will be a mayoral election in May. It's for the Sheffield City Region deal and that covers the four South Yorkshire authorities, because Barnsley and Doncaster haven't given their consent, the mayor will have very little power beyond chairing the combined authority, as in physically sitting in the chair and, and telling people, you know, and, and being part of the discussion. And as far as we understand it, the money uh, won't flow either. How, how any... One constructs a manifesto to be a mayor when they're not really going to have any power or money. I don't know. But um, that's going to be an exciting thing to see in the new year. So that seems deter- they seem determined that that's going to go ahead. Therefore, the the best outcome, it seems to me, is that an accommodation is reached where that is seen as a first step towards a ultimately a one Yorkshire solution. For that to happen, there would need to be some cast iron guarantees given that we're not just going to do the Sheffield City region election and then everyone's going to forget about One Yorkshire. It would have to be written in stone somewhere that we're going to do the Sheffield City region, negotiate One Yorkshire, and then it's all going to come together. That That's probably the best outcome for the, for the region as a whole. The alternative is that the Sheffield City region goes ahead and the government sticks to its guns, which is the only solution that the rest of Yorkshire can now have, is the rest of Yorkshire or greater Yorkshire solution. That would be a massive problem because all the Labour people I speak to, even Labour people who might be open-minded to the to the idea, just don't think they can get it through rank-and-file council groups in Yorkshire, Labour council groups. They just don't think they can offer them a solution that would have a decent chance of, of delivering a, a Conservative mayor. The Lee City region proposal is already dead in the water, so you would be at a kind of stalemate. And it's really hard to see at the moment how how anyone would navigate their way out of there. Well,
0: that's a cheery note to end on. Maybe maybe
1: <laughs> by the time by the time this comes uh, out, uh, then the,
0: the impasse will miraculously have been broken. We shall see. I
1: mean, what, the, the, there are there are bigger dynamics here as well. Uh, we keep being told there might be a cabinet reshuffle. If if a whole new f- bunch of faces come in at DCLG, uh, that might change things. We have a government with. Uh, well, with no, I was going to say wafer for thin majority, with no majority, which is, you know, which uh, looks vulnerable. If we have another general election, um, all bets could be off on devolution. We could be looking at a whole new system. So just when I think things are settled in some form of stalemate or, or deadlock, usually something comes out of left field, uh, as one Yorkshire did this this year, uh, and we and new solutions are found. But but that's where we are as, we, as things stand.
0: Well, thank you very much for your time.